What's good, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today, we're talking about a war that you have been involved in, whether you know it or not. And it's a it's a holy war. It's a war that will determine if you are going to serve evil or if you're going to serve good and virtue and happiness and all the good things. So pretty much all this week, I've been talking about free will. And I'll give you a free will definition real quick. And free will is basically the choice to think or not to think. It's the only ability that we have as humans that the animals don't have. And to think is to discern, to choose, to pursue your values consciously. And in this war that we have in this holy war, there are two sides. The first side is people who have their free will, who exercise their minds, who make judgments, who choose values and pursue their values. And then there are the helpless people who reject values, reject thinking, reject life. And I say rejecting life because life is a self-generating action to perpetuate values and to disregard your mind and to be a sponge of the environment, to take whatever values they give you, to take whatever thoughts they give you and adopt them as your own is to reject being a human, really. And every single day, every single hour, every single minute, every single second, you are being recruited like an ESPN top 100 basketball player in his senior year of high school basketball. There are the free will people trying to, to get you on their side. And then there are the helpless people who are trying to get you on their side. You may be wondering, like, why would someone want to recruit me to their side? Why can't I just be me? Why can't I just be my own person? In all our actions that we take, there is inherent self-interest. The people who want you to be free, they want you to have free will. It, they benefit for ha- for you having free will. That means that they will be more likely to be able to communicate with you. They're more likely to get their way in the marketplace, in the dating marketplace, the job marketplace, the money marketplace, all the marketplaces. The people who are helpless believe that if you are helpless, it'll make their strategy for success more likely, which means they'll get resources for nothing. People pretend like having self-interest is a bad thing, but it's inherent. It's an inherent condition of life, and you are exercising that every second of the day anyway. Because if you weren't, you would just give all your food to somebody else and you would just lay down and die. I am personally on the free will side. If you haven't noticed, I'm trying to get you to use your mind, to choose your values, make choices, become an individualized person who's able to love somebody, who's able to be loved by somebody, and live a happy life that way. But if you're an average person, most people, I wouldn't say average person, most people are being recruited by the helpless side. And whichever side you're being recruiting on, you're being recruited through the media, podcast is media, and but podcast is more like a free will media, like mainstream media, like the news, the people that you see on TV, they are the people that are trying to recruit you to the helpless side. They're saying X happened, so this means you need to do this because X, Y, Z, and if you be a, be a victim, you'll get money and you'll get resources and you get attention, all that stuff. You're also being recruited by the people around you, the people you call your friends, the people you associate with yourself with at work, the people that you interact with on a daily basis. And when someone complains to you and you accept their complaining, that means you accept complaining of yourself. And that is how helplessness spreads very subtly. And the most important way you're being recruited is by the people in your own head. And the way this happens is through internalized voices of the people who raised us, the people who we think were authorities. And I'll use myself as an example. So for a very, very, very long time, the majority of my life, really, I've 
been downing my ability to communicate and I've been rejecting my communication by um, not communicating. I've been acting in a way that people would reject my communication because as a child, as a young teenager in school, at home, at the daycare, wherever I was, expressing myself in an authentic way got me in trouble. And when I think about those now, I still get a slightly negative feeling. Those people's voices have been internalized. I've had enough conversations with them to know exactly what they would say. For example, if I go to someone who tried to deny my communication as a child and I say, hey, I'm doing a podcast now. They're like, you can do a podcast because you can't, you can't do this because you you that. And nobody cares about what you're saying and you don't have nothing to say and you're not smart and you're this and you're that. Those people are trying to recruit me to their side of helplessness because they've made the choice to not help themselves and they are helpless. So, of course, a helpless person wants more helpless people because to see someone who is not helpless is to know for sure that you chose to be helpless, that you could have helped yourself, you could have solved the issues, you could have become a good communicator, you could have gotten that degree, you could have got that job, you could have got that girl, whatever it is. And every second of every day, every hour, every day of your life, you have to choose who you're going to serve. Are you going to serve the people who want you to do the thinking for yourself, who want you to become an individualized person with unique experiences not tied to the emotions of the past? Or are you going to become a person of the past who dwells in their emotions, never getting past them because emotions are logic for them. It's not an easy war to fight, but it gets easier the more you stay on one side. If you choose to be a free will person, it will be more easy to have free will in the, per- in the future. If you exercise your right to think, and you think, then thinking will become easier and easier and easier and easier, and you will attract people who think, and you have you get yourself into a self-perpetuating prophecy where you become an individualized person who's able to think and choose for yourself. Or if you just say, I'm going to let these emotions of the past dictate my choices now, then it becomes easier and easier to let those things happen to you in the future. And what happens is you'll get stuck and you'll live in the past and the future won't change because of it. And that is the decision you have to make every day. I'm here to recruit you to the to the free will side of things because I believe that is the right way to live, the only way to live. I cannot imagine what my life would be like if I this just imagine what your life would be like. Let's not talk about me. Let's talk about you. The things that happened in the past, the hurt that you've experienced. And it doesn't even have to be a personal um experience from like an authority figure. Let's say you got into a car accident. You got into a car accident as a kid and you were you were afraid of cars for a while. That actually happened to me for a couple of times. I got into a lot of accidents as a kid. I want to say like five a lot. I think I've experienced the amount of accidents I'll have in my whole life, hopefully. But I remember one time in particular, we got hit in the back, and glass was everywhere, all around me, all up on me. And for a while, I was scared to get into the car. Now, as an adult, I have to get into a car so I can go to the gym, so I can go to work, go get groceries, all that stuff, right? If I let my emotions of the past of being fearful of cars due to a car accident stop me now, I would not be a functional adult, but since I chose to get over my fear, to conquer my fear, to integrate the experience and recognize it as not the rule, but the exception of car riding, I'm able to drive a car with no problems without being paranoid. Although the roads are getting less safe and safe by the day. People are drunk. People are texting. People are distracted. People are sleepy. It's dangerous to drive sometimes. So, yeah, but I still drive. 
And that's a choice you have to make, whether that's driving a car, talking to someone, developing your communication skills, trying to get that job you've always wanted, whatever it is. I want you to choose the free will side, but it's up to you ultimately. And with that, I will see you in the next one. Peace out.